Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Today, we have two men with guitars. At 2.05 Eastern, James Clay Garrison, one of the best in the business. And at 2.30, Marshall Dane, high energy, get down and dirty country music rock. It's going to be a great show. And this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting at work and you've got your earphones on and you don't want your boss to know you're listening to us, email us. Friday, that's music Friday Live at gmail.com. That's music Friday Live at gmail.com. Or you can log on to the chat room. Let's see. Have we got the chat room up? Let me check with my, my uh, producer over there. Yes, he says that the chat room is just about to launch. So if you're listening to us on Block Talk Radio, you can log on to the chat room. There it is. Hi, everybody. You know where it is. It's that button right there on your screen. Block uh, or you can also hit us on Twitter after the show. We are Music Friday Live. And don't forget to use the hashtag Music Friday when you tweet us. That, of course, is our theme music. That's from uh, Blame Sally, and that's Big Big Bed, and we love Blame Sally. I um, want to remind everybody that if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us. Go to our website. Right there at musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top, and put their name in the nomination. It takes about 30 seconds, and you can put a band that you have discovered on the air. And while you are there, look around, read the reviews, check out the band bios, and comment on the blog. Well, we're going to uh, we're going to take a quick break right now, and we'll be right back. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. 
Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And I'm back. This is Patrick O'Hepernan, your host, and I think we have a caller on the line. Hi there. Hi. This sounds like Hannah Kim. Yes. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Hi, Hannah. It's so good to hear from you. I understand you have a show coming up this Sunday. You want to tell us about it? Yeah, um, it's going to be a full band show. Um, I've been playing a lot with um, just my guitarist, doing a lot of strip down, so it'll be the first full band show I've done in a while. And when and where is it? It's going to be at the Hotel Cafe um, at 10 p.m. Um, it's in Hollywood. And so I'm super stoked, and I'm actually singing songs, some new songs that aren't on the record for the first time. Oh, really? So you're going to be debuting yeah. some songs. Wow, this is going to be a yeah. lot of fun. Now, for all of my audience that's in Southern California, particularly in Los Angeles, the Hotel Cafe is on Cahuenga in Hollywood, and it's a really great venue. So what time are you going on stage? I'll be on at 10 p.m. 10 p.m., that's the hot slot. Mm-hmm. Woo. Yeah, well... Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I've I've been I've been at the hotel cafe at 10 p.m. on Sunday nights, and when the talent like you, it, you're, it's going to be full. So, let me just make sure everybody knows 10 p.m. this Sunday night at the hotel cafe on Coenga in Hollywood. Hana Kim, you're going to have your full band with you, and you're going to be debuting okay. some new songs, um, which aren't on your album now. Real quick, why don't you tell us about your album and where people can get it? Well, I released an album back in September. It's called Exodo. Um, it's available, you know, um, on all the uh, digital outlets, iTunes, um, Amazon, Spotify. Um, I also have hard copies available at shows, or you can get it on my website, which is www.hanakim.org. Um, so it's available there, and uh, yeah, it was my first full length, so I was really stoked to release it. <laughs> Well, I, should, I recommend the album to everybody. Hannah's been on the show before. We have played cuts from her album. I've seen her live. It's a fabulous show. So if you, have, if you happen to be free this Sunday night, you're in the Southern California area, come on into Hollywood, go to the Hotel Cafe on Coenga, and catch Hannah at uh, 10 o'clock uh, that Sunday night. And, and Hannah, thanks so much for taking the time to call in. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're going to take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we're going to have one of the best guitarists in the business. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday. Cyberstation USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stations, commercials on our video player, audio spots on any of our shows, or at the beginning of any of our on-demand broadcasts. Cyberstation USA offers competitive rates with a worldwide reach, a fully integrated one-stop shop social media broadcast platform. For more information, please contact our sales department at Cameo at CyberStationUSA.com. You're into the paranormal. Then you're in. Hi, this is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm not into the paranormal. <laughs> that was an ad for another program on CyberStation USA. But uh, 
we're going to we're going to go into music right now but i want to remind everybody i want to first of all i want to welcome all of our radio listeners out there on radio land and want everybody to know that we're not just on am and online we also have some fm listeners they're on kskq fm in ashland oregon and uh i want to say hi to everybody out in ashland oregon and hope i can get there for the shakespeare festival this summer Everybody, join us by email, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I want to say hi to everybody that's logged into the chat room. If you have some questions, just let us know. I'm, I'm watching you over there in the chat room. And after the show, check out our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Well, when I first saw James Clay Garrison at a club in Los Angeles, I was actually there to see another band. And when he started playing and singing, I was captured, caught, wrapped up, and hogtied. I kept saying to myself, this guy's got chops. His guitar playing is actually fits the overused expression amazing. And his singing and his lyrics in the band are among the best. It's no wonder, as I later discovered, that at one point he was known as the best guitarist and vocalist in the American music scene. And he's still one of the best. James Clay Harrison was raised with a guitar in Spain, became a virtuoso guitarist at an early age, recording his first album at 15 years old. He toured the U.S., Europe, and Asia with various bands, perfecting his chops and building a network of musicians that would serve him well over the years. And I'm happy to say that he said yes, and he moved to Los Angeles when he received an offer from Eddie Van Halen to record on the WB label, and the rest is history. And that history includes working and playing with people like Stephen Stills, Brian Wilson, and Van Halen. Garrison is currently in the studio finishing up his new album, 1,000 Million Miracles, some of which we are about to hear in exclusive debut. But right now, we want to hear the man himself. James, welcome to Music Friday Live. Well, thank you, Patrick. It's good to be here. Well, James, before we get to the music, there are a couple of things in your bio that I just can't pass up. And one okay. is that you, you worked with Stephen Stills, and I also briefly worked with, in the 80s with Stephen as his ghostwriter and biographer. Were you playing or recording with Stephen, and how was he to work with, and do you have any good stories? Uh, actually, it, only, it boils down to a couple of gigs. When I first moved out, um, I was kind of thrown into the scene uh, as a pop, I guess you would say, I'd, I'd never really done the the big stages, and I'd never. It, Los Angeles was like a whirlwind when I moved out, and, and playing with him was part of it. I, I was I was kind of a part of the band that uh, played backup for Stephen for a couple of charity shows, and one of them was the Malibu Emergency Room show in, in Malibu at the at Pepperdine, uh -huh. and um, and Stephen was one of the the people I ended up we ended up backing up a couple of times, and. Uh, that um, was quite an experience because at, at that same show, uh, we met, we actually played for the first time with Eddie, um, uh, a list of, a laundry list of people that I ended up working with later in the business uh, and didn't know that I would actually, but uh, with Stephen being one of them, um, well, basically what we had in common was golf. I think that's what we had in common with me and Stephen, <laughs> but, but I'm sure you ran into that too. I did, I did. And one thing that Stephen mentioned to me uh, as we were working on a biography was that when he went out in front of a big stage, you know, 50,000 people, he was terrified. He said, my God, there's 50,000 people out there and they all want something from him. And the only way he yeah. got unterrified yeah. was starting to sing and play guitar. 
Yeah, I'm, t- I'm terrified in front of five or fifty thousand. It doesn't really matter. I still get terrified, <laughs> and I understand that that's probably that's probably a good thing because it's still fresh, you know. I think so too. And you also work with Ray Charles. You are a writer, producer, musical director. It's hard to think of Ray Charles as, as having a music director. What exactly did you do for Ray? Well, it, it uh, I wasn't musical director so much for Ray as for the project that we were working with. Um, his daughter is still still quite a, a popular singer, uh, Sheila Ray. Yeah, sure. uh, I guess you're talking about Sheila Ray Charles now, uh, but. Um, uh, she was looking for a guitar player singer uh, for her for her rather she had about a twelve piece band and um, she was looking for somebody similar to what I did and ended up uh, hooking up with her and then vicariously through him so we ended up in his studio um, and for the next well next year basically in and out of his studio over there on uh, on western and uh Working with Ray was uh, one of the greatest experiences of my life. Honestly, I ended up ended up being the co-musical director for this project, writing songs and and from what Ray used to call me was his utility man. Because <laughs> whenever we were in the studio, we'd go, uh, Sheila, Sheila, where's my utility man? And he was looking for me basically, and and because uh, I played, I got sang, I played guitar, I played bass, I played percussion on the records, and um, and it was just quite an experience. And at the end of at the end of that. End of that run, uh, he took me back in his office and uh, basically said something to me that uh, probably made me uh, stay in the business as long as I have. I don't know if it was a good thing or not, but but he uh, had some nice things to say. And and uh, one of the reasons I uh, I am still in the business is is what happened that day in his office. So it was pretty special. Well, one of the reasons you're still in the business because you do great music, and I'm going to play a little of it here. This is. Uh, uh, Simple love thing. Terrific. Babette, the teacher's pet. Inside us, something's growing. such a great song. I really love that song. Well, James, we have one of your fans on the line. He's got a couple of questions for you. So, uh, wait, wait, I, have, here we, I have a fan? You have, <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. I want to introduce yourself. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Billy Gaffney from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, and, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I got a couple of questions. One is, will the CD be available in like a physical form? Because I'm kind of old school. I still listen to CDs. And then, of course, we in Michigan have nobody that can sing and play like that, so we were hoping a tour was in the works or something. <laughs> How you doing, Billy? I'm awesome. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Hey, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, 
basically, uh, I'm, I'm not going to put out, uh, if I do put out CDs in, in physical form, it's going to be a few high quality ones. I'm doing vinyl and digital, but uh, for you, I, I might just have to make a few, uh, a few physical CDs if that's what you play. <laughs> but I'm definitely doing vinyl, probably a couple of hundred vinyl, and uh, if, if those go quickly, uh, I'll do a few hundred more. I can uh, I can roll with vinyl. I'm old school, so nice. I'm just not big on computers, and, no, and normally hanging around where I listen to music is more CDs and records, and you know, I'm not yeah, really yeah. a computer guy. Okay, in that case, one's coming up. You know, I'll have to I'll have to make a, make a, have a few special then. <laughs> All right. Oh, I uh, appreciate you know it. To, Love the stuff. You know how to get hold of him, and uh, so he'll be happy to make a few up. And, and that's really that's really great of you. And, and I I love the fact you do some you, you do vinyl because it sounds it sounds so good. So thank you for your call. Um, I wanted to ask you very quickly uh, um, on that song, simple simple love thing. The arrangement is kind of pop. There's great hooks in there, but it's very spare, and you've got sophisticated drumming. Um, and of course, your guitar work is exquisite. Did you craft that song so you could weave that guitar work in, or did it, could it kind of just flow? Well, I think the I think the best and the easiest, the most, the purest songs uh, come out very naturally, very easily. Um, that's one of my I, I that song kind of wrote itself, honestly. And uh, the fact that it's a pop a song, kind of on a on a, um, a more eclectic record I guess you would say it's, it, when it's when it's in a little bit more of a progressive record the uh, lends itself to that to just having those those sort of, those sort of guitar lines and the, I loved having I like having the 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 wah the wah wah guitar hitting with the snare because it just adds that that extra you know that extra pop that that, that pop needs you know <laughs> yeah it really does pop. it really yeah. does well uh, I want to I want to start an, another one of your songs here here's a uh, one of your songs that uh, I think I think this is uh, a debut. Uh, this is your guitar work, and this one is beautifully worked into the hook, and then it really scaffolds your voice nicely. This is uh, uh, my girl from Saigon. Oh, cool! Thank you. Now, now that's that's kind of a a, a different uh, a different take, and I wanted to ask you, um, who's the girl from Saigon? Is that somebody from your life, or is that just a, a story? Uh, it's, that's actually something that's uh, very personal. But um, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's something that's still going on. Okay, that song was song was written while I was uh, I had to I had to be away for a while from from everything from that person and. Um, it, that's another song that came as soon as I picked up a guitar. Uh, the melody for the verse flowed from from the 
the, the guitar was tuned very oddly. I, I don't know what, it was just an old classical I picked up, and it had a very odd tuning already, and I just started playing it, and then that melody came out, and uh, one of those things that sort of sort of channeled itself through me, and well, the song it came very, uh, the recording, not so much, but I wish we could have gotten to the piano solo. The piano solo was uh, Matt Rohde from uh, American Idol, the, the keyboard player from American Idol. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful piano solo, so if anybody who wants to hear that, it's, <laughs> get, the, get the record, because it's gorgeous. Absolutely, and, and real quickly, as long as you mentioned it, where can they get the record? Well, the record will be obviously in all the all the formats. All the um, right now, uh, it's just on iTunes as a pre-release. Uh, you can pre-order uh, a new single today. Uh, there's one single already out, and the full record will be available in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're just doing kind of a pre-release to advertise the record, and then and then when everything is uh, sewn up, it'll be available in full form. And the record is 1,000 Million Miracles, and uh, people right. should actually go, could start with your website, shouldn't they? Uh, or or yeah. should they start uh, looking, getting information on it? Yeah, well, yeah, they can start by, by buying my 2003 record, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, Which like I Peter recommend. Gabriel, I, re- I, re- I release a record every 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that means you put a lot of work in, in, into it. Um, now, as I listen to the music from the up, the soon-to-be-released 1,000 Million Miracles, I, 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 I felt that what you're doing is a perfect mix of genres. There's, there's jazz, there's pop, there's a little rock, but it's mostly kind of gentle and thoughtful and thought-provoking. And uh, it seems like it's built on earlier songs like Nowhere Man or Hold Me or The Collar Collard Green Man rather than your more rock-oriented songs like Peace of My Heart or Feel It in Motion. Is this is where you're going to stay now, more gentle and less rock, or will you just continue to range back and forth across the uh, musical landscape? Mm, well, that's that's the problem. They, you know, I've been called the the walking iPod before because <laughs> you know we tend to myself and the band tend to play so many genres. But I mean, I think that that's that's the sign of a musician. You know, that that, that you you know not just a songwriter, but if you're a musician as well, that you you play and, and love to play all all types. You know. And you don't just limit yourself. Of course, you know there's there's some that musicians like to play more than others. But if you're also a songwriter, that it sort of translates to to the songs you write as well. So I'm trying to uh, I'm not trying to do anything. The songs that come out come out, and I I uh, I don't try not to force anything. But I am I am excited that there are a couple of um, songs you haven't heard on this on this uh, yet that that are kind of um, they're kind of pushing the edge a little bit. So they're not quite up to the the rocking level of of um, peace of my heart, but they're they're definitely rockers and and kind of blues oriented. So uh, there's still a little bit of that left in me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let go of that that easily. Well, we're gonna play another one of your songs. I'm not sure it's rock rock. It's uh, our last goodbye, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about guitars. Don't go away. You listen. We're gonna play the last goodbye. Love it.
I love that. That can just carry us uh, away, and I want to hear some more about that. But um, we've got uh, a lot of emails that reminded us that the last caller asked you about your tour schedule, and we never got around to talking about that. So what's coming up? Where, where can people see you live? Um, well, we have uh, Southern California is our base, obviously, and uh, since that's where you saw us, that's, that's pretty much where we play. But we are, we are going to be branching out a little bit. I'm working with not only my distributor but a couple other people to, uh, to get us to, uh, to stretch out a bit. Right now we, we're booked through March. Um, we have Harvell's. We're back at Harvell's, which I love, Harvell's Santa Monica. Uh, we're, doing, um, we're starting off with a couple of Mondays there this, in March. Um, we're doing the 10th and the 31st at Harvell's, Santa Monica. Um, we have Thursday the 13th at Wits End. We have the 15th. Which is in Venice. Exactly. Wits End, Venice, your, your, your little spot. And um, the 15th and 22nd, I believe, at the Cliff and Laguna Beach, the Cliff Theater. It's a really nice outdoor overlooking the Pacific. Um, nice little venue. And, uh, and then we're booked at the uh, – I want everybody to come out to the Blue Water Festival. I wanted to say – uh, a shout out to Rick Conkey and, and the people that put together the Blue Water Festival. It's a it's a great cause and, and a great amazing lineup of musicians and players. And we'll be at on the stage, uh, the main stage, Sunday, uh, the 30th. That's the Blue Water Festival on the 30th. So uh, March, that's where we'll be in March. Uh, past that, we're going to try to branch out and get out out to you, Billy, in Detroit. And and uh, uh, I'd like to go as far as we can. You know, we'd love to love to do Europe. Um, we're we're a relatively new band, about a year old. So, uh, myself and the Giant Peach, and we're called James Clay Garrison, the Giant Peach, and, and uh, that's a whole different style of music too. We're the next record is going to be a lot of fun, Patrick. So, I'm looking forward to that with my. You saw my fiddle player with me, but the the full band uh, is quite uh, remarkable, and we're, I'm looking forward to the the record we're going to do. Well, I'm so, looking forward to it too, and and uh, we'll have to have you back on. I'm going to try and catch some of those, and and do get out to Detroit. Uh, it sounds like Billy Kay is uh, could uh, rustle up a, a good sized audience uh, for you there. Uh, we've got some more, we've got some emails here from our uh, our listeners. Uh, Blaze in San Francisco asks the question that I knew somebody would ask: okay. What kind of a guitar do you use, and what do you think is the best guitar ever made? Uh, okay, well, let's let's skip the for now. Let's skip the best guitar ever made. But um, I am a, an a Tom Anderson artist, so I have to say a shout out a little to Tom Anderson, my guitar maker. Uh, he's a boutique, I guess you could say, boutique guitar maker in Los Angeles, and I'm one of the, the artists on his well on who, who's playing. I guess I'm not. He doesn't really do endorsements, but um, he was nice enough to put me on his artist list. And uh, so I play sort of exclusively. I play uh, Tom Anderson Mongrel, the Mongrel, which is a they call it a Mongrel because it's a mix of a, a Telecaster and a Stratocaster, sort of in one body. Has the pickup configuration of a Stratocaster and the body of of a Telecaster. And I love is that it. a dual. Have, is that a dual pickup? It's three. It's, it's set up like a Stratocaster, so it's, it's three, uh-huh. and, and the body is like a Tele, which is you know the smaller body, which which works with me because I'm five nine. So. <laughs> the, um, the body is perfect size, and, and his guitars are some of the best playing and looking guitars in the industry. I mean, he's, you know, they don't they don't uh, they don't cost what they do for for nothing. You're getting a quite a quality guitar. The, the, okay. I also play, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to, I guess, but I play Fender. I play Fender Telecasters. I like the the three pickup model Fender Telecasters that they made 
uh, it's sort of called the Nashville version because it has three pickups, but I just love the body of a Telecaster and, and the, the pickup configuration of a Stratocaster, so I, I tend to, to lean more towards guitars that are, are set up like that. Uh, All right. Guitar, Go ahead. <laughs> no, I said the best guitar ever made. I, I really, I, I can't say. I, 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 think, I think Tom makes some of the best guitars out there, but there are yeah. great boutique guitar makers, but the, the classics, you know, the classic guitars, the uh, from you know, I think loud I think Loudon as far as acoustic guitars are, are wonderful and I, I I can't really uh, I don't think there's anything better than what I play so there you go you know <laughs> we had uh, the famous um, uh, metal guitarist um, Xander Demos on the air uh, last month and somebody asked him the same thing and he gave pretty much the same answer that uh, you can't really say what's the best guitar it all depends uh, we have yes. uh, we're just about out of time but we got one more song here from the new album and I am told that this is your favorite song this is the song in nine and real quick before I play it where did that title come from <laughs> the title is, uh, it was a dual title, it came from, there's going to be nine songs on the record originally, so it was a song in nine, it was also, the song is written in nine eight, the signature of nine eight, so it's song in nine. There okay, you have it. well, here's a little bit of song in nine. kind of sound that really shows off your your range beautifully and i'm looking forward to hearing the the whole thing now real quick we're just about out of time but uh okay. uh t tell us uh once again where people can get your music okay uh, uh shout out to my distributor ditto ditto music out of liverpool thanks a lot for your help uh, this month i'm you can buy it on amazon of course itunes uh, I'm, my last record on spotify all the digital outlets um and you'll be able to get some live at my gigs which will be uh, as, you, as I said, Harvell's, look at Harvell's schedule for James Clay Garrison, the Giant Peach, uh, Whitson's schedule, uh, the Cliff schedule, and um, the Blue Water Music Festival. So uh, that, this month, that's where you're going to find me, and the record's got this month, so I look forward to hearing from a lot of you guys. I appreciate the, appreciate the calls and the, and the emails. Well, we appreciate you taking time to be here. Uh, we really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, live uh, at some of those shows. So, uh, James Clay Garrison, one of the best in the business, and I'm looking forward, like I say, to having you back on the air when the album's out. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live, and we will be right back with uh, Marshall Dane, a real hot country rocker. Don't go away. Thanks, Patrick. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, 
go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. Patrick O'Heffernan, I'm your host on Music Friday Live, and I'm looking forward to talking to all of you. So you can call in and talk to our guest today at 347-215-7511. You can also email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We've got a great guest lined up. Uh, Marshall Dane is waiting in the green room. We have an electronic green room here, and no, there's no drinks or snacks in it. But uh, real quick, I have to tell you about our sponsor. We have a wonderful sponsor. If you've been thinking about solar power for your home, but have decided that you can't do it because of the upfront cost, I've got news for you. Now, as you know, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take that plunge into solar because of the upfront cost. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. Solar City is the largest supplier of alternative energy to homes and businesses in the United States. And Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you pay a lower monthly cost because the sun is making as much as half of your electricity. Solar City pays for the system, it insures the system, it maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find Well, you call my friend Tina at Solar City. That's right. Have a, get your pencil out. Tina's phone number, 909-618-618. 6937. I'll say it again. 909-618-6937. And when you call Tina, tell her I sent you and she'll give you a discount. That's right. Tell her Music Friday, Patrick O'Heffernan told you to call and she will give you a discount on your order. That's 909-618-6937. Well, Marshall Dane plays high-energy, down-and-dirty country rock. It is the real deal. From 
Take You Home to Mama When Mama Ain't Home to Alcohol Abuse. His songs portray a fun-loving, hard-living, line-dancing, twangy-guitaring, fast-drumming world of country and cowboys. Whether you're bopping in your pickup truck seat or dancing on a hardwood floor, Marshall is the man to keep you moving. I predict, I predict that he soon will be sweeping out of his home in Canada and blanketing American country music charts in a polar vortex of red hot country rock. Marshall Dane, welcome to Music Friday Live. Brother, thank you so much for having me. Remind me, I want you to write my next bio. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, man. What an introduction. Thanks for having me on. Well, it has the added advantage of being true, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to your music all week, and uh, I just can't get enough of it. It's addictive. Now, I've called your music high-energy, down-and-dirty country rock. And by that, I mean this is Red Bull and whiskey music. It's fast drums, fast guitars, and classic country hooks. You have put together a unique and often kind of very funny, sophisticated lyrics and some rapid tempos, and that's not easy to do. How did a Canadian boy learn to produce some of the best American-style country music out there? (laughs) Well, hmm... I'm guessing it's because all of your awesome American music comes over the border and I get influenced by it. Um, you know, it, it's it's great to be able to see kind of both sides of the coin, the, you know, the, the background and the kind of the culture that as a Canadian, you know, m- me and our music has, and uh, then to see the awesome, you know, machine that is the, the American music industry and when you get a chance to, at least for me, when I get a chance to go, say, for instance, to Nashville and write with some of those writers, it's just like a, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I mean, like we're all just sitting in the sandbox saying, oh, where are you from? Oh, cool. Where are you from? Right on. Let's write. Like it's such a fun process. So it's, I mean, I'm guessing at some point, you know, somebody had to come along that kind of sounded a little bit like both sides of the border, and maybe that's me. Well, I, I think so. Uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of Canadians on recently, Amy Rose and a few others, and it seems like there's quite a music scene up there. But uh, you do some some very interesting and unique kinds of things, and I, I want to play one of the, your your most fun songs that I know of. This is uh, this is alcohol abuse. Beauty. Now, that's a perfect example of what I call Red Bull and whiskey music. Right? But what a great, <laughs> I love it. What, what a great concept. Um, where did that idea come from? Well, you know, 
it was not maybe about four or five years ago that I heard the expression alcohol abuse being used at an actual club, and it was all, it really was just, you know, a bouncer just trying to help clean up, and of course he spills somebody's drink that wasn't finished with it yet, and somebody yells out alcohol abuse. And, I mean, it's just, it's just a fun, fast-paced way of, you know, not talking about complete drunken revelry, which is not my style, but about having a good time and some of the funny antics that happen while you're in the clubs. And I know for myself, I've spent, you know, I've spent a good portion of time cutting my teeth inside those nightclubs where, you know, they don't just come in at 10 o'clock and leave at 10.15. They come in at 10 o'clock at night and they stay till 3 o'clock in the morning. So you get a chance to see some of the goofy stuff that goes on, and in this case, it's just about spilling drinks. And then it's about a chorus that can knock and rock your socks off, you know, and the funnier, or it's funny that as the night goes on, (laughs) let's see how many people can whip off Michelob, Anheuser, Middle Light, Budweiser, Newcastle, Harpoon, Lone Star, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I, yeah. I suspect that that's, that's going to become a bar game uh, across the country, right? Well, well uh, you just wait, brother. We, we're shooting the video for it this Sunday, and it's, it's going to become more, of a, more than, a, than, a, than a bar game. <laughs> you know, we just kind of designated certain characters, you know, that you end up seeing at the bar. And I think we're just going to have nicknames now for those particular people you see when you go to a club. Go to a club. Okay. Well, I want to play a, a, a different kind of music. And this is one of these days, which, of course, is the title track for album. This is one of these days. I love the lyrics in that and the the images you 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 paint uh, in 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 that music and there's some pretty interesting lyrics in there. Actually, we just were fading out on one. Um, um, I've got an uncle in Vegas. He says we're welcome to stay. Let's get married by Elvis. Put our chips down in L.A. We'll get our picture taken in front of that great big Hollywood sign. Now I, I wonder, are you planning on doing any of that? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, you know, it was part of that song is a bit of a dream sequence for me, Um, you know, uh, just because, you know, I've never actually been in front of that Hollywood sign, but I want to. And I do want to have that feeling of taking a girl and, and, you know, and just saying, that's it, baby. Today, we're gone and just end up, you know, end up anywhere, that kind of feeling. So. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it's 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 on my bucket list of things to do is to, <laughs> to find a girl I want to share that experience with. <laughs> well, if if you do come to L.A. and you play, I'll be front and center. But but I, I hate to disappoint you. You can't stand in front of the Hollywood sign and get your picture taken anymore. Right? Uh, 
Uh, I know. The trail only goes part way up. All the people who live around it complained, and, and uh, so there's a fence around it now. But you know what? You can go down to the Venice Boardwalk, which is even more colorful, and get your picture taken there with lots of very interesting people and the beach in the background. So there's still a good I reason to that. come to L.A. Okay, you could do that. Well, I hope you do because we're getting the emails. Uh, we got an email here from um, Salisbury in Los Angeles, and Salisbury says, you are so much fun, you need to come to L.A. because this is the best fun city there is. So there you are. You need to come to L.A. <laughs> hey, I got no problem with that, brother. I love L.A. Oh, oh, you've been here before. I've been there. Well, yeah, I've been there once. Um, the problem was I was down there on a shoestring uh, budget, and I wanted to just live the beautiful life. That, <laughs> like I wanted sushi every night and fine dining <laughs> and nice, you know, nice patrons. So. Yeah, you, you can yeah, do that here. Great. Of course. Of course, all the sushi now comes from Canada, but that, that's okay. <laughs> uh, we've also got an email here from, uh, from Luke, and Luke is in uh, Santa Barbara, just north of us. And Luke wants right to know, is there a particular kind of Canadian country music, or is U.S. music and Canadian country music all pretty much the same? Just like there are Canadian movies, and I mean, I I know that for myself as a you know someone that's been here long enough that I can watch TV and I can easily tell when it's a Canadian production or when it's an American production, um, you know, and it's all relative to the size of our country and you know and the size of your you know of the United States. Like I mean, that all makes sense. But when it comes to the music, there's definitely um, you know there's definitely a difference when it's, you know, kind of purebred Canadian, Canadiana kind of country, um, the world has gotten so small over the last number of years that, that we, you know, we're, we're uh, inspired and introduced to so many different types of music. We can get a lot more American music now. We can get a lot more European music now um, that, you know, the sounds end up being these hybrids, I guess. So, I mean, like when I go to Nashville and I listen to the country music there, there ain't nothing like that. I mean, it's just not like that in Canada, the country music. But then you go to, you know, Alberta and you go out to Calgary and you check out the Canadian country bands there and you're like, wow, they do it differently than they do it in Nashville too. You know, well, it's just guys with a, what's that? that? No, I was going to say just a bunch of guys with, with big hearts and, and, you know, and great players, you know, it's just, it's, it usually comes down to the difference of, of the kind of things that you write about. I mean, if you're born and raised in an area where there's, you know, trucks and rivers, then that's what you're going to write about, you know, whereas if you're born in an area that's got mountains and, and fishing streams, then that's what you write about. We're talking to uh, country singer uh, Marshall Dane, and you can talk to him, too. You can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We're talking about the Canadian uh, country music, and a lot of people don't know a lot of Americans don't know that Canada has a big cattle industry and cowboys, and I believe the uh, Calgary Rodeo is one of the biggest in the world, isn't it? For sure. The Calgary Stampede, um, I've been blessed to perform out there the last two years. And let me tell you, boy, that's that's one heck of a big uh, festival. And, yeah, man, I mean, we do we do have a very strong country presence up here in Canada. It's just it's it's... You know, you don't find it in downtown Toronto. <laughs> you don't okay. find it necessarily in Ottawa, but you know, but you'll find it on the coasts 
the coastal regions a little bit more, like and the uh, the East Coast and the West Coast. But then, especially when you hit our prairies, like the Manitobas and the Saskatchewans and the Albertas, it's a, well, yeah, it's the, a strong force. The Calgary Stampede is on my bucket list, and maybe I'll see you up there. Now, I want to play a few more songs from the album one of these days. But first, why don't you tell us about it? Um, how soon after you completed your Running Stop Signs album did you start on this one, and how long did it take you to put it together? I put the Running Stop Signs album out in March of 2010. I started writing for that record in, I guess, February of 2009. So I realized that it took at least a year to collect the type, you know, the amount of songs that I would need. Um, so I figured 2009 we recorded, 2010 we released, 2011 I figured was our, you know, we were doing a bunch of tours and a bunch of shows. And I figured by 2012 or 13, I'd need to have another album ready. So it was the summer of 2011 that I was in the middle of touring from the east coast of Canada down to Nashville and then all the way up to the North Canadian Arctic. And wow. um, I was in Nashville and that, that writing trip there produced one of these days yeah. as well as uh, the final track on the album, Forever Girl. Okay, so, I mean, right. And then from there, we recorded in the summer of 2012, and the album was released in the beginning of 2013. You sound like you're pretty strategic about it. Well, you've got some great songs in there, and this is one I loved here. This is Take You Home to Mama. Now, that's kind of a, uh, a sneaky, fun song, and uh, I, I, I got to ask you, because I know our listeners are going to ask you, did that line ever work? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, wait. <laughs> no. Okay, no. Uh, well, yeah, it, I'm, I'm going to go with no. Okay. Could it be that since you're one of seven, there were six siblings at home, whether Mama was home or not? That's kind of where I was going. For a second, I was thinking, wait a second, wait a second. I mean, there was, sure, there was times when I might have tried kissing the girl, you know, just after school. But sure enough, it wasn't, you know, but 10 minutes before the rest of the whole clan showed up. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, all my sisters and then my brothers and then my family. So, yeah, well, didn't happen. Uh, well, well, since we've brought up the fact that you're from a big family, uh, how did you manage to learn to play and write songs while you were living in home? I mean, you were never, if you had six brothers and sisters, you were never alone, were you? No, I can't say I remember ever being alone at home. Um, but, you know, it, there was always music in the family. My mother was a passionate piano player, and she loved to sing, but she was more passionate about just sitting at the piano and, and letting herself go at it. Um, she would teach my three older sisters. They were a little more astute and a little more focused than I was. She'd be able to give them some piano lessons. I was more of a tinkerer on the piano, but, uh, I mean, eventually, I just, I also, just like my mother, would just love to sit there and just let myself go on a piano. And then my dad taught me how to play guitar. And, 
you know, and well, somewhere in between, you know, making dinners and doing our chores and taking out the garbage, I was able to find time to, I would sit up really, really late at night in my bedroom and I would make songs and write and like record little tunes. Well, we're good. really glad you did, and and, and uh, you've, some of the songs that, that you've, you've recorded are, are wonderful. All the songs you've recorded are wonderful. And here's one that I kind of think is maybe sort of the bookend to uh, one of these days. This is Not Today. Using my fingers Drag out of bed Reaching for the one thing That always seems to help my aching head And I'm sure it would be easy To twist up the top and take a set I wanted to make sure we played that Just so I could let everybody know That, that you're not all just country rock You also... I've got some pretty uh, heartfelt lyrics, and, and you can do a lot of different things. Now, real quickly, uh, where did that song come from? That song there is, it's based on, you know, my life, the things I've seen in my life. Um, I remember as a kid asking my dad why his hands would shake, and he would look at me straight in the eye and say, son, my hands don't shake. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. And, you know, and then I, you know, I've gone through that experience where, you know, I've held on to a picture, you know, and a memory of a girl that I just couldn't seem to let go. And it hurts, you know, and I know there's got to be somebody else out there that gets that. And, you know, and it's, you know, maybe it's proverbial, maybe it's not actually in your back pocket. Me, but I mean, it's probably on the fridge then, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, I thought that, you know, these kind of things, these kind of emotions, the quest for who you are, and sometimes you question your life. I mean, people go through some crazy experiences in their world that make them wonder, you know, what it's all for and what it's all about. And that song there is basically all the things I've ever been taught, which is you can be forgiven, so just start fresh today. And well, I noticed that's what that song is all about, taking power and taking control right now. Well, I noticed that part of your taking power and taking control is that you use your money to give back. Um, you you raise money for a number of charities. You raise money for a charity, Stop Bullying, Breast Cancer, and for uh, Alzheimer's Research. Are these from personal yeah. experiences? Were any of your siblings bullied? Did there women in your life who had breast cancer or people you know who have ALS? 100%, brother. I mean, it, it would probably make me start to cry to, to sit there and actually list it off. But, I mean, my brother-in-law died of Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, and it took him in four years. And he was, like, healthy, riding sea dudes, had, you know, married my sister, had children, had dogs, and then, boom, gone. Um, Alzheimer's, my grandmother, my dad would still go every single day just to hopefully get a glimpse of her smiling if he could play the acoustic guitar for her for half an hour at the hospital or at the nursing home when she had Alzheimer's. Um, breast cancer. That list is just a big list of, you know, people that have gotten hurt by that one. Um, and the Stop the Bully Foundation that I help out with, I see that. I mean, I remember one time when I was a kid, somebody taking my arms, putting them behind my back and shoving grass up my nose just because my family 
were so devout as far as, you know, their, their, their Christian living. So, I mean, not that that bullied me too much, but I mean, I see it in other kids and maybe somebody else doesn't have the right, the same demeanor or the same way to get out of that. So yeah, all those things are real close to me, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about those things in, in your life, but, um, you, like many others, have mined uh, your experience for some pretty powerful songs, and uh, you do some pretty powerful songs. Uh, this this new album, let's uh, tell us real quickly about the new album. Where can people find it? All right. Well, this new album, I mean, obviously you've heard you know a, a little selection of the tunes, but it's a very empowering, uplifting record. It's made to make you smile. It's made to make you think twice. It's made to make you think hey, what are those lyrics again? Maybe i got to try and wrap my tongue around saying that just as fast. And you can find it online at marshalldane.com, which our website's about to launch a brand-new website, which is going to be great. It's sitting there in the little development stage. Um, and if you're on Facebook, it's just facebook.com slash marshalldanemusic. YouTube.com, if you want to check it out there, same thing. Just search marshalldane or go youtube.com slash marshalldane. And, of course, iTunes and whatever your online medium that you like to use is available to download our tracks. Uh, we've got uh, a, a, about a minute or so left, and I just got an email, and I, I, I don't, I don't want to ignore, and this is from Morley in Tampa. And Morley says, uh, I checked out your bio online, and it says you like yoga and cooking. How did a Western singer get into yoga and cooking, and what do you cook? I got into yoga because my martial arts instructor moved back to Portland, Oregon. <laughs> and as it turns out, to me, it was all about the sensei. And so after studying for many years, um, you know, I then took up yoga at the local uh, studio in my town. Just I went there one day as just like a just a, a hangout relaxation thing and enjoyed it so much just because the Zen part of it, the clearing your head, the keeping your head on straight. In the music world, you need something to help balance you, and, you know, beer isn't it all the time. <laughs> so, you, know, you know, yoga does help me. And when it comes to cooking food, I like to cook anything. I love garlic, but, uh, you know, I so, I mean, I love Italian food, but I'm a steak and potatoes guy, and I'm also a whatever you can find in the kitchen cupboards, let's put it together and make something cool tonight. Okay, Barbecue, well chicken, ribs. Yeah. Well, we are we now are out of time, but I want to thank you so much for for being uh, being on the air with us today. And let me say, I just love your music, Marshall Marshall Dane. Thank you for joining us today, brother. It's my real pleasure, and thanks to your listeners and your audience and your friends and your fans. Uh, may we all become friends. I love it. Okay. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA and Blog Talk Radio and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we'll invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday, and the legendary Karen Dezil will be with her, and the new indie band Memoir will also join us. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We'll update you on the guests. Good night, everybody, and have a great musical weekend. I've stopped short a thousand times
finally telling you goodbye Then I fold it up and put it back away Not today, no, not today 